This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon, happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going fantastic. That's good. I have slowly been waking up throughout the day, and I'm feeling good now. That's good. I, I'm glad that you're waking up. It what, Dude, we when I tell you this morning was a tough battle. Day, tough day to get up? Tough day to get up for Rico. Yeah, I, I it feel- wasn't even last night. Was like last night wasn't bad. The kids, KJ went to sleep pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Ace stayed asleep for a really long time. Ellie went to sleep pretty easily. Stayed asleep till like five this morning. But leaving the house was a struggle. We were finally gonna leave early, which never happens. Yeah. Uh, and Ellie decided, you know what today would be good for? A breakdown. Right as you guys were leaving. Right when we were had everything ready. What a shame. So, yeah, that was fun. Kids, man, they're great. I love them. Yeah, sounds like it. So, I, I need to apologize right out of the gate because my voice is just not here today. A little crackly. As you're seeing this, um, nothing wrong with me. Like, just just feels nasally today and just one of those days. It's so. I feel like everybody, you know, from staying inside and protecting yourselves from, from, from COVID and everything has just been more susceptible to literally anything else. Well, like... Because I feel like it's like the smallest little things, and it gets people. That and because I had the little voice exactly. cracklies last week. Well, and my parents were having it the last week as well. And Mark and I were kind of talking about like the weather going up and down. The weather was like fifty-five degrees the other day. Then it was like twelve. And the weather, I hate the cold to begin with. And true, like t- like today, it's not even that cold out, but it, it's I hate it. And so I I struggle with the cold weather a, a lot. Um, but here I am in Nebraska, so I apologize in advance for the. I don't like. That's the thing is I don't even have like a runny nose or anything. Like I don't even feel like I'm. I have a stuffy nose. It's just my voice is this way. Um, so here we like are. That sometimes, yeah. we'll, we'll, we will fight through it. Yes, here we, we are. Will persevere. Yeah. So if I have to like, <laughs> like if you hear that, that's why. You just gotta take um, a deep breath. As always, four zero two four six four five six eight five Honda Lincoln Hotline. The Sarner Heyman text line, both those open for you the entire show. Feel free to uh, participate through the Sarner Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. We'll uh, throw your comment up on the screen. So there's a couple things I want to get to right out of the gate here. Um, We'll be joined by Aaron Sorensen of Hale Varsity here at 2.30 today. Um, Just talking about Husker football, we'll we'll be able to talk about a couple bigger picture things. We had that, if you saw my, my post on Twitter last week, just talking about how does Scott Frost's decision-making change this season? Mm-hmm. Does it change at all with his back kind of being up against the wall? It's going to be very interesting to see those behind-the-scenes thing of how um, decision-making has changed this season, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk to her about that because I, w- I want to continue off that conversation. But it was actually 
released today. I believe the Athletic had this first. Yes. Um, the Iowa's Athletic Director Gary Barda, who was also, I believe, the chairman of the College Football Playoff yes, last year. He's, he's he's very high up with the College Football Playoff. Yeah. So this came out earlier today, about noon. And it says Big Ten is discussing potential elimination of divisions as part of future football scheduling plans. So what does this mean? Basically, what they're talking about is eliminating the Big Ten East and Big Ten West. Rip. Making it eight conference games each year. Like the SEC. And then if you remember, last year, there was this alliance that was made between the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big Ten. People forget about the alliance. But nobody really knew what that meant. It was it was literally at the time just announced that they were partnering and yeah. nothing nothing really else. They were just like you know maybe future scheduling, but we don't know who. who yeah, knows. it would make it easier to schedule them for non. We're just I guess. gonna you know work together, at, and that was after Oklahoma and Texas announced that they were going to the SEC. That's right. That's right. Because so those three conferences like were like this, we need to come together. Yeah, it was like this huge thing. That's right. I remember that because. They were scared. Then it was like, who's coming going to the Big 12? And then the Big 12 is just kind of on an island. Well, then the Big 12 That's got right. Cincinnati, Houston, UCF, and BYU. Yes. Um, and then, did they get BYU? Yeah, they got BYU. Yeah. Um, but then it was rumors of, oh, Clemson or Miami or Florida State are going to go to the SEC. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State is flirting with the SEC. And, like, all these schools were flirting with leaving. And, and there were some other Pac-12 schools that were like, oh, maybe Colorado goes to the Big 10. And it was just a whole... All of these conferences are going to make super conferences, and what's going to happen? So these three conferences were just like, you know what? We're going to team up, and you know later on down the road, we'll figure something out, and we will take down the king that is the SEC. Yeah. And now you're, you might be seeing exactly what they meant, where, you know, like you said, they, they get rid of the East and the West divisions in the Big Ten. They go to eight conference games, and they work on getting – cross-divisional or not cross-divisional cross-conference uh games with between the big 12 or the big 12 the pac-12 acc and the big 10 which would be very interesting okay 402-464-5685 who would nebraska's rivalries be because i believe if i remember reading their article correctly there's going to be three of them each year yeah there are also serious discussions about the big 10 ending divisional play with schools uh playing three opponents annually and cycling through the other 10 teams so who would who would Nebraska let's let's play this little exercise here. Who would Nebraska be playing with each each season? Because what's interesting about this thinking more about it, you have to be on the same page with with both sides. Now that makes by that I mean Iowa has to want to play Nebraska every year just as mm-hmm. same as Nebraska has to want to play Iowa every year. The hard part about this is there's so many trophy games in the Big Ten. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin has one with, I, I believe they have Iowa, Minnesota, Michigan State. I could be wrong but with one of those. Well, I know Minnesota and Iowa and Wisconsin. Like the, they have Wisconsin has one with Minnesota and one with Iowa. I don't know who the other one is. I think it's Michigan State. I could be wrong. But like all of those schools in the Big Ten have those old trophy games that they play within the divi- within the conference. So Nebraska has two, three unofficially, with Iowa and the Heroes Trophy. I think it's still called the Heroes Trophy. Yeah. And Wisconsin and the Freedom Trophy. People forget about the Freedom Trophy yeah. because Nebraska hasn't won it in Never a while. Never wins it, yeah. Um, and then the unofficial uh, $5 Bits of Broken Chair Trophy with Minnesota. So that doesn't if, get talked about enough. It's this is the greatest trophy in the NCAA. Um, but 
if they were to want to work with Wisconsin and Iowa to keep those going, one of those schools is going to lose out on another trophy game that well, has been going on for a longer period of time. So we get this off the text line. David says, Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota every year, keep it regional. So what I would wonder is, is it going to be just the teams in your division, but just no divisions? Like, what? What? how would, you, how would Husker fans feel if it was Nebraska, Indiana? Nebraska played Indiana every year. Like, that's one team. That I want I, Michigan. Okay, so Indiana, Michigan, Michigan's, and Michigan's Michigan State. not going to want that because Michigan's going to have Michigan State – Ohio State, Iowa, Wisconsin. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they'll sign so, up for Nebraska. So see, that's where that's where it really gets interesting because a team like Michigan could want Wisconsin, while Nebraska, Iowa, and Minnesota want Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Right? It's going to be a bidding. Ohio State is going to have like teams are going to want to play Ohio State, but at the same time, they're not going to want to have to play Ohio State every year. So I feel as if. The Buckeyes would kind of have their pick of the litter, but also okay. have to convince teams to yeah. play them every single so year. So who who would play Ohio State? I mean, Michigan, Michigan obviously. Michigan, Penn State. Penn State. Wisconsin? I don't think Wisconsin would – I don't think Wisconsin cares because, about like, think Wisconsin about, like, doesn't have a trophy game with them. Wisconsin would rather play Iowa, Minnesota, Minnesota and then maybe Nebraska. Yeah. Over anything else. Ohio State's going to have to they're, – they're going to take Michigan, Penn State, and I don't know. So we get this from an unnamed texter, Ohio State, Michigan, and Ohio well, State again. They listed Ohio State again. Um, I think they mean Penn State. Penn State, yeah. OSU, okay. Michigan, Penn State. <clears throat> so then, I mean, they said if you want to beat the best, be the best, you need to beat the best. Well, like, listen, like, part of me, I want Wisconsin. On, Wis- I want Wisconsin on w- there. Wisconsin, Iowa have to be on there, right? Like Iowa, ha- like Iowa is your like. Wisconsin Rival. and Iowa are your. Two true quote unquote rivals in the Big Ten. Like, if people want to say, oh, it's Ohio State, oh, it's it's not. It's just okay. Not. So, here's a question, Rico. Would that change with no divisions? Because we I have think to, Iowa we have is to remember still, that. N- Iowa is. No, it doesn't. Because Wisconsin, you still have that thing that people get upset with Wisconsin for, for taking all of Nebraska's things from when they were great, taking yeah. them, moving them to Madison, and just currently doing it yeah. better. And then. Iowa, it's just the across the river rival. Like it, those, those two need to be even without divisions. Those two need to be on Nebraska's schedule. If you're talking three yeah. locked in teams, you play every single year. Those two have to be there. Speaking of Wisconsin, can we talk about Caleb Williams for a second? He's not going to Wisconsin. He, there's no way he's going it's to Wisconsin. Ha- it's right? not happening. It would be interesting because he would have one of the better running backs in the country, <sighs> one of the best offensive lines in the country, yeah. an extremely solid defense. And Yikes. I mean, if you have Caleb Williams, and teams or and and players know, you know, you have one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, you're gonna get more wide receivers. You're gonna get more tight ends. You're gonna get talent. How? What would the reaction from Nebraska fans be if Caleb Williams goes to Wisconsin? Oof. I think that's a good. It would be oof. Yeah. Because it's not. Oh, we can't beat him. Because no, you could probably you could probably beat him. You still you're still good there. You're fine. Really. But it would be that much harder because you know how Wisconsin has beaten Nebraska in the past. It's been solid defense and a strong running game. It the gives quarterback game. Way to... Quarterback game has not worried you in the slightest against Wisconsin. But if you give him Caleb Williams, yikes! Remember Russell Wilson. Huh. I don't want to go through that again. Russell Wilson may be the uh, topic of Nick's trivia today. <gasps> Gasp. 
And you don't even know that, so that's kind of funny. So, you know, that would be not fun. Yeah, so like Corian Lincoln says this, if you're Caleb Williams, I'm not sure you want to play in the Wisconsin offense. Yeah, like I don't think it's actually going to happen. But I was kind of caught off guard yesterday. I, I think they would change it up a little bit. They would still it would be you would run have to. It would be run heavy, but you know the only reason they don't pass at Wisconsin much is because their quarterbacks are garbage. Well, and for as part of your pitch for Caleb Williams to come to Wisconsin, it's probably Hey, we'll change it. We'll make it whatever mm-hmm. you need it to be. Well, it would be, look, you have a solid running game behind you. You don't have to worry. That's going to work. You don't have to worry yeah. about that. We'll set you up with some receivers and some tight ends. All you got to do is get the ball to them. Because, look, they're going to be on islands because teams are going to stack the box to stop this 18-year-old running back. 18 now. <laughs> he, it was funny. So, Braylon Allen posted something on his 18th birthday because um, – he goes can't can't say he's only seventeen anymore or something like that. So either way, he's right, seventeen. He back, should still be in high school. Yeah. So back to uh, the rivalry. So we get some reaction on the text line here. Corey Lincoln says I was the team you need to play every year. Black Friday. I agree. Um, Todd Stoves says Iowa and Wisconsin are absolutely natural rivalries because f them. Though it'd be nice if Nebraska held up its end of the rivalry from time to time. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the thing I'm curious about and. Obviously, all this is in the preliminary works and all that. Um, I think it said 2023 it, would be the earliest. Well, because you have to happen. think about the, the schedules and how they've been already finished and finalized and agreed upon and all that. But yeah, Big Ten administrators have discussed dropping to eight games beginning in 2023, so it can create matchups with teams from the Pac-12 and ACC conferences. Interesting. So, okay, if if that's the case, that's what I'm I'm curious about is if Nebraska. Do those rivalries, I, I believe Iowa stays the same, but it, we're having that same conversation as we do every season before the Wisconsin game is how big of a rivalry is this for Nebraska, mm-hmm. right? And Iowa, I think everybody's on the same page for Iowa, but I wonder that once you drop divisions, and let's say Wisconsin's far and above better than Nebraska, Nebraska's never beaten Wisconsin, all that stuff. Now, is Wisconsin still a team that you want to play every year? Or would you rather play in Indiana and make that genuine question? Because I, I'm probably in that boat right now of keep it Wisconsin. But how does that change? How do people's opinions and beliefs change once there's no divisions, mm-hmm. right? Because now we're all we're always right now we're in that thought of Nebraska needs to beat Iowa and Wisconsin to win the Big Ten West. So would you want... There's no Big Ten West. If there's no Big Ten West, does that change it to Iowa, Northwestern, Indiana? And and the only reason I say Indiana, and I keep bringing that up... why do you keep saying Indiana? ...is because the the, um, geography of it. They're one of the closer ones. Compared to going out to Penn State, going out to Ohio State, going to Wisconsin... Well, I don't know. Is Wisconsin I think Wisconsin's closer. Either way. Okay, or Minnesota even. You could even throw Minnesota yeah. instead of. But, like, that's the whole thing. And, and maybe I just kept grabbing Indiana because they're right now a Big Ten East opponent. Yeah. So maybe that's it. But how does that change when divisions are just gone? Because there's got to be a way that they switch it up to where it's not just Big Ten East playing Big Ten East and Big Ten West playing Big Ten West. I mean, why not? If it, if it's your three locked-in rivals, I mean, it doesn't really matter so nothing where they're changes, from. Because you just have eight but, games. Well, you have eight games, but you have the three locked in, but then you cycle through ten teams yeah. for the other 
whatever game for the other five games. So you could have, let's say, let's say Ohio State has Michigan, Penn State, uh, Indiana. I don't care, whatever. Locked in as their three. The the other five games they could end up playing Iowa, Purdue, Northwestern, Rutgers, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just the random random of the random luck of the draw, but they say that they're gonna make it so that those other ten teams you will cycle through and play them at least once in a two to three year period. So it's not like you'd be getting the same team for three straight years. You'd you'd play them at least once and then you'd be cycling through another team. So I think at most you'd probably play the same team twice in a three year period. So we get this off the text line. Um, Iowa versus Nebraska would be like Missouri versus Nebraska back in the days. Nebraska versus Wisconsin, I feel like, would be more like it's facing Oklahoma back in the days. David adds, our egos don't want to admit it, but Minnesota is a rival because P.J. Fleck has our number thus far in creating some bad blood. Um, I wouldn't mind Minnesota, but then here's like, an interesting... I want Michigan, but I also I need Iowa and Wisconsin. I wouldn't mind yeah. Minnesota. I want Michigan. Interesting. Wouldn't mind Minnesota, but I want Michigan. Okay. Like, I want Nebraska to play Michigan every year. That's just that's just a game I need to see every year. That would be fantastic. Yeah. And I think this last season showed how much Nebraska fans do not like Michigan. Oh, yeah. When they were dancing at the end of the third quarter and everything on the light show. People hated it. That was bad. I thought it was great. That was bad. Um, Dusty says this. And maybe we can end the segment on this because this is kind of a deep text. If you're a team in the Big Ten, who wouldn't want Nebraska on their schedule? Until this year when they go to the Rose Bowl. Yes. RJ. RJ Young <laughs> claims Nebraska's going to the Rose Bowl. Um, no, that's that's an interesting thing because like even Illinois and Rutgers, like if you think about those quote-unquote bottom feeders. Northwestern. Every like, is, third is, year is Nebraska considered a bottom feeder? Mm-hmm. From to the outside eye, to yes. the outside eye, they are. Yes. So and and I was that wasn't even a question. I was saying they are. They are. They are. So yeah, that's that's a good point, Dusty. Who would not want? But then, would you want Nebraska as your rival? Would you really want to be rivals with a bottom feeder? Mm. That's another whole angle on this. So it'll be a yeah, shame. Who's Northwestern get? Okay, so Northwestern gets Iowa. Yeah, Iowa, Illinois. That's the that's the Illinois rivalry in Chicago. Yes. So Iowa, Illinois, Maryland, Miss Minnesota. Who's the other smart school in the Big Ten? Who's the second smartest school in the Big Ten? I don't. I don't know who it is. That's a legitimate question. If somebody has that so answer, like, who would a who would a team like Maryland get? Oh, Rutgers. Okay, Rutgers. Penn State. Penn State. Theirs would just be those those super far east. Honestly, forget about it. Maryland gets Penn State, Rutgers, Nebraska, furthest the furthest west. Yikes! Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. All right, let's take a break. Um, when we come back, we'll be joined by Aaron Sorensen of Hill Varsity next up on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.